This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hello, hello everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Wealth Puzzle Radio. This is Mike Mansfield with The Lynn Group here in Ventura, California. As always, we got Tony Shore here to entice us with all of his wonderful thoughts and and thingamajiggers. Tony, I don't know what to say. What do I say? You know? oh, yeah. Thingamajiggers. That's you know, a good one. There was a time where we where I had this very scripted opening, you know, a few years ago. Oh yeah. Where I always said the same thing. This is Mike. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lynn Group. And, da, 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 da. and you know, over the years we've just kind of fallen into this bucket of chaos where we just kind of start talking and it's uh you know, I don't know. Well, I no, think nothing. I think it's more of less scripted and ah. real radio. I think it's better. It's, it's real a radio. Huge, it's huge. It's a huge improvement. Oh, there, good. Is that- yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not chaos. It's actually an improvement. Just because it's not scripted, uh, it's more conversational. I think. I think myself and the listeners, we get more out of it this way. Plus, you sure. you still share the you still share amazing financial wisdom with us, right? Well, we try to get some tidbits in there, you know, here and there. So, yeah, yeah that's true. Well, how's can't, your can't week not been? That. My week is always good, Tony. Always? I'm busy. I've got lots of kids. They're getting older. We just had a, uh, my oldest just turned 10. Wow. So we had a skating plus birthday party. <laughs> Where at? Is, uh, at skating plus is the roller oh, skating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thing. At skating plus. Good. And, um, you know, it's funny. It was um, the nicest thing about it, though, was how controlled it was. People just show up. It was utter chaos there. They gave you a cake and some balloons and everybody went their way. And, you know, it's that was so much nicer than at the house where you got to clean oh, everything yeah. up and no, set everything up. Yep, and, yep. you know, the reality was the, the kids had fun. And I actually got out there on some roller skates. And, oh, is there uh, film? I know, hope somebody filmed that. I'll tell you what, I, I was <laughs> I was doing pretty good. I was I was passing those kids left and right. <laughs> you felt pretty only, good about that, did you? There, I can I can I can smoke any 10 year old on the on the. <laughs> <laughs> on the roller skating ring, there was there was one moment where I almost ate it like big time, and then I realized that wait a second, maybe I'm too old to be doing this. Yeah, um, but it was fun. <laughs> it's also hot, man. You're out there for like three minutes, and you start to feel that like whole body sweat coming on. You're like, jeez, man, that's should've, so funny. Where <laughs> my workout gear here? But you know, it was nice. It, you know what? The, the oldest kids getting big. The littlest kids getting big. Everyone's getting big, so it's kind of sad, but yeah. as is life. I'm getting big, but that's probably just because Aww. I eat too much pizza. The pizza. Uh, oh, the, the pizza, pizza train. Yep. Pizza Speak train. of the devil, we had pizza that evening when we got home. Did you? So it was yummy, yummy, dude. I love that pan pizza. Oh, I do. Dominoes. Yes, they're pan pizza. It's I always not even, used to it, hate Domino's, but 
their version it's of pan pizza, pizza. It's the crust is just delicious. It, that's what I said. It's you can take all the toppings off it and just eat the crust. Yeah, it's so it's buttery be so bad and for just, you. Uh, but the taste. Mm, yeah, mm, those are good. Yep. So, yep, little cake, a little pan pizza. I was ready for bed. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, hey, I know that you have an interesting topic. I mean, last week, uh, let's talk about some current events. What yeah, happened last week? Well, last week was the Kentucky Derby, right? Oh my gosh! How do we even have a Kentucky Derby anymore? By the way, that's such a <laughs> it seems such a like two hundred and fifty year ago. Doesn't uh, you it know, seem that way? The the elitist sport. You know, they should get the hounds out to chase the foxes while they're at it. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And the tradition of the Kentucky Derby is still that. You know, yeah, the no, women I mean, in the hats cool. and sipping, fun. The ha- sipping yeah, right. mint the dresses juleps. and the hats, and it's you know everybody sipping a mint julep, which you never Ooh. hear about or drink other than at the Kentucky you know, Derby. Exactly. Yeah. So, but hey, what an epic event, right? The first one in history where the winner wasn't the winner. Weird. Ouch. Well, that's embarrassing. Super. It was yeah. super embarrassing. Super controversial. And everybody's still talking about it. It's like, and everybody seems to have an opinion on this, right? Well, so what happened? So for the listeners that didn't see the Kentucky Derby or didn't read about it, even though this has been just boom all over the news and everywhere, is you have the lead horse. The lead horse comes in, wins the thing. The lead horse's name was Maximum Security. You know, it's it's a convict horse. Had some tattoos and stuff. And it was a very serious looking horse. And Maximum Security wins. And then it takes them like, I don't know, I guess the better part of a half hour or something. And then they're like, ah, you know what? Just kidding. He didn't win because of a technicality. Number horse, number two, the country, what was it called? Country horse? Country house. Country house. Country house wins. Woohoo! So, you know, number one, how embarrassing is it to be the the winner by disqualification? But anyways, the, um, so the winner doesn't win and it's based on a technicality. And I thought that, Tony, I thought this was so interesting. And this was interesting because it was like an analogy of what I do. The problem is, is most people that watch the race, you know, even myself, when I watch the footage, I don't really get it. I mean, I I had to read about it and then watch it to kind of understand what happened. But remember, as a layman who's watching a horse race, who won? Well, maximum security won, right? A bunch of horses running around a track. You know, everyone whipping them and kicking them and stuff and maximum security wins. But what it took was it took the professionals, the the people that understood the nuances of the track and the rule and the race and the process and procedures. It took those professionals that were expert in the details that us commoners don't understand to say, wait a second, something was wrong here. This did not make sense. In fact, this was a very egregious error, a major error. And one that disqualified this horse. Wow. Pretty weird, huh? Yeah. I, I I believe this was the first time ever this has happened. Yeah, it is. Yep. You know, so if you were like one of those people that like, you know, betting on the horse, could you imagine if you were betting on that horse and it won and you're like, yeah, I won my bet. And then they're like, nah, just kidding. <laughs> Whew, just kidding. It's a tough one. Wow. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Anyways, it brings out the point, though, of what I do. See, a lot of times people think they know their answers with retirement planning and investment management and how they're going to pass their money to their kids. And we see these critical, subtle errors all the time. 
And I could sit here and just list a laundry list of things, Tony, of say, hey, here's something someone does. That's wrong. This is something they do. This is wrong. It's a constant where people are always making their own informed decisions because they don't need the expert. They don't need the pros because they get it and they, they understand the details close enough to figure it out. The problem is, doesn't that sometimes lead to issues, my friend? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it definitely leads to a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. So people, yeah, people, you know, have their own opinions. They armchair quarterback it is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're their own pros. And then it turns out that maybe they're not as professional as they thought. I mean, let's talk about some basic things. Um, hmm, this is kind of on the fly. I should have thought about this before the show. Okay. I know one thing that we see all the time that people do all the time. That is just like, you can't do that. I see people all the time go out and put their child directly on their mortgage. They go to the County of Ventura and they add the kid to the grant deed. And they say, well, I wanted my kid to get my house when I die. And if I put his name on there, then he can have it when I'm dead. Very common thing. And even for the people that don't do that, Tony, I have people that ask me that question all the time. Why can't I just put my kid on it? Well, there's one massive hiccup to doing that. Tony, you ever heard of the thingy-majigger called step up in basis? Yes, I've heard of her. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is, is when someone dies and leaves someone an asset via death, typically there is what's called step up in basis. What this means is the beneficiary of that asset inherits it at fair market value. Essentially, the simplicity of that thought is tax-free. Does that sound like a good deal? Well, tax-free is always good. yeah. Heck yeah, we like tax-free. So what happens is with this person that goes out and puts their kid on their house, well, the kid's on the house. So when mama and papa pass away, the kid's still an existing owner of the house. So there's no step up in basis. So if you bought your house in 1963 for $47,000, and it's now worth $700,000. Well, the theory was if you had just left that kid to your, the, geez, yeah, left the house to the kid via your death inside of your trust, the kid would have inherited it at 700 grand tax free. He could sell it, no, no tax liability. But because you were smarter, because you were maximum security and you wanted to break all the rules and all the nuances and put your kid on it while you're alive, well, bad news party poopers. Your kid inherits most of your original basis. Hmm. So that means that when you die, if he wanted to sell it, he would probably have a large amount of tax liability. See, what a subtle thing. Like to us, we're being simple, right? Tony's saying, well, I just wanted to give my kid my house. What's the big deal? But it turns out by making an overly simple decision, which once again is very common. We see it all the time. This is, you know, everything around us. What it does is it creates major tax inefficiencies for your loved ones. Mm. See? Yep. It's the Kentucky Derby all over again, my friend. It's the Kentucky. You've really worked hard on this analogy, but it is perfect, really, because. Well, we think we know what the answer is. Yep. We think we've got it all figured out, and it turns out we got hosed by the technicalities. Yeah. I still think that they should have let maximum security be the winner. Well, you know what? And that kid should go tell the county that he isn't going to pay any taxes when he sells the house either. Well, yeah. Okay. I see your point. <laughs> All right. You be good cop. I'll be bad cop. Let's just let's just move this along. <laughs> well, Arr. yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, <laughs> people are upset uh, about the technicality throwing off the winner of the derby. 
Uh, but imagine how upset you as an individual would be if all of a sudden you got hit with this huge tax nightmare. Well, but that's just the inefficiency of all things. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll keep kicking this can around. But hey, if you're listening to us, if you don't have a financial plan or if you don't have a proper retirement income plan, give me a call. We will do a complimentary, no cost consultation. We will help you start building these things. We will give you a lot of insight and practical advice so that you don't become maximum security in the Kentucky Derby here. We don't want you to fail by technicalities. We want you to be successful because of the technicalities we can help you with. Give us a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. We'll be right back after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? The Wealth Puzzle by Mike Mansfield from The Lind Group can provide you with the information to help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. The Wealth Puzzle will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit thelindgroup.com, that's L-Y-N-D, to request your complimentary copy today. That's thelindgroup.com. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group. And Michael, great show today. A great analogy mm. talking about how maximum security wins but still fails <laughs> due to technicalities. So obviously today's show is about why technicalities are important. And you shouldn't have to know about every single technicality out there. You really do if you don't want to get into a bad financial situation. But right. that's why you have a job, Michael, right? Is because Look, you keep track of that for your clients. Well, yeah, but that's what I focus on. That's what I read about. That's what I study about daily, Tony. This is this is a lifelong endeavor for myself. Whereas if you want to just be kind of the, the weekend or once a year warrior on your own information, you generally get caught up in the details. It's the same idea that, you know, if you were going to build a house and you called a licensed contractor and he says, I'll do it for this much, but then your buddy next door who is a math teacher says he'll do it for less, who are you going to have do it? You know, I mean, it's that kind of a thing. We, we want to go to the professionals that have the right knowledge, the right skill set, the right licensing, the right education, whatever it is, the resources to make this stuff happen because we see People make these missteps all the time. In fact, and I haven't officially done this, Tony, but I'm already thinking about book number three, my friend. And book number three is like revolving around some kind of theme of like the 10 giant errors that retirees make on their own, you know, because wow. people make all these mistakes. I mean, even that step up in basis thing we talked about before the commercial is a big error that I see all the time. And when I don't see it, I even hear people talking to me about it all the time. The problem is, if you're not a financial professional, if you're not living and breathing this information all day long, you're kind of the, the scratch the surface professional where you get little pieces of tidbit and you try to string them together and you think it makes sense and then it doesn't really kind of make sense. You know, I mean, it's, it's tough. I, the other day, <laughs> I'm sitting in a, a meeting and it's not a, not a work meeting. I was actually a, uh, it was actually a church leadership meeting and it's before the meeting started and I can hear two people talking on the side and they're two older adults and they're talking about what's uh, called a QCD, a qualified charitable distribution. Heck, I even know the acronym. Wow. And these guys are talking about it in a very thumb around manner where they're like, Hey, you know, my buddy was telling me that, you know, you could do this and then you could do that. And, and really what it is is once you have your required minimum distributions, 
You can make contributions directly to a charity from your IRA and it doesn't show up on your tax return and it's really cool kind of a thing. But they were like, they were just murdering this, this, this thought, Tony. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to talk about it. My buddy said this and do, do, do. And they're just like, just, just scalping this thing, you know? And I'm sitting there like thinking, <laughs> you know, this is scary. Are you, you biting know, your tongue? A little bit, you know, because, you know, you don't want to just be the most annoying person. Well, let me tell you everything, sir. Um, You know, but it was interesting to me because it's like this Kentucky Turvy deal. It's people hear tidbits. They think they understand something. And then the follow through is horrific. Because if you do that qualified charitable distribution incorrectly, guess what? It shows up on your tax return. So it's a very cool thing. I like it. I advocate it for my charitably inclined clients, but you know what? You have to tread lightly with the process on how you do it. Otherwise you screw it up and it still comes onto your tax return. It's just stuff like that. But all around me, people are always having these half thoughts. I got another, another example. Uh, I met a guy one time, not too long ago, and he, he's decided to do a little day trading you know, where you're kind of actively buying and selling some stocks, you know, and it's just kind of a little hobby that he picked up. He, he's certainly not a, an investment advisor. He's not a, you know, investment professional. He's just picked up the thought of some day trading and didn't really have a perfect process. But what he was doing is he was buying and selling the same stock. Now, over a period of time in 2018, to be fair, he actually lost a decent amount of money. So that was the unpleasant part of day trading. Mm. Yeah. But what he didn't understand was as he rolled into 2019 and started working on his taxes, he thought he would be able to write off some of those losses against some other gains he had had. You know, so he thought he, you know, thought he had it all figured out. And about April uh, 14th, all of a sudden he realizes with his tax professional, because of the way that he was buying and selling these stocks, he fell into an IRS rule called a wash sale rule. Now, I don't you know expect everybody to know what that is or what that means. But the whole point is there was this kind of tax detail increase associated with the whole thing that he didn't understand. And because he didn't understand that, all of those losses for offsetting his gains were all disallowed. Wow. So he got hammered on yeah. his taxes. And to be fair, couldn't understand why to some degree because it was all about the, what's the big deal? I'm just buying and selling stocks. Who cares? If, you know, if I lose money, I lost money. If I made money, I made money. Well, unfortunately, my friends, the IRS doesn't look at it like that. They have all of these subtle tax code rules that they're being clever with and being creative with. And once again, if you don't know the details, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're not a professional at it, you might be making a mess and not even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Yeah, it, that's why you need a professional. That's why you don't uh, perform brain surgery on yourself or operate on yourself, right? Well, and remember, there's nothing wrong, Tony, with with still wanting to do your own thing. If he wants to be a day trader, that's fine. I don't want to take that away from him. But you should still be consulting with your financial professionals and saying, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. What do you think? Because it would have been very obvious to us that, well, no, well, you got to be careful with that because you're creating all these wash cells. And I think you'll be unpleasantly surprised on how that plays out when there's a very different strategy to work around that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it doesn't mean that you can't be independent. It doesn't mean that you can't make informed decisions, but once again, before you put your kid directly on your house, why don't you just ask the pros if that makes sense or not, instead of being smarter than everybody. Mm. 
Yeah, makes sense. Woo. Woo. Don't maximum security your life. We gotta <laughs> we gotta keep we gotta keep weaving that back in here, Tony. Well, yeah, maximum yeah. Security, security wins yet still fails. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Because wins. of the technicalities. Uh, the you know, it's uh what what's the phrase? Uh, it's in the the devil is in the details. True that. Yeah. It's just amazing. Can you imagine the owner of Maximum Security? They're celebrating. He oh comes across gosh. first, and then all of a sudden, uh, hey, we're not going to officially announce this because there's a, a problem. Can you yeah. imagine that feeling? Oh, by the way, you didn't win. Well, wait, we just saw it by length and a half. I not only won, but I won by a huge margin. Nope. 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 You gotta stay in your lane. You gotta stay that, in your lane, I guess. That's like a, that's like a that's like a general like quote, anyways, isn't it? Yeah, stay in your lane. Hey man, stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, those are the types of people who usually say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you just did a great imitation. Uh, stay it's in your just lane, the, man. But but it was just such a great like we've been talking about. It's such a great analogy to what we do because people so commonly think they understand the obvious and then it's these subtle details and rules and processes that get you. I mean, earlier we were talking about putting your kid on the deed. Then we were talking about inefficiencies of charitable distributions and wash sale rules. I mean, the other one, even if I go back like in that estate planning realm, you'd be shocked, Tony, how many people walk in here. I have someone that just came in like two weeks ago, has a trust they created in 2003 they created the trust so that their kids would, you know, avoid probate and all of that stuff. And guess what is not even physically titled inside of the trust? What? Any their house. The home. So I was gonna guess actually, the house. Yeah, we pulled the deed and it's it's still individually titled. So the one thing that you created yourself to fix all your problems so the kids would avoid probate. You didn't really understand the details of it because it's a common misconception, Tony, that when you create this trust document, this piece of paper, that boom, bada bing, you're done. Put it on the shelf and go to the beach. The problem is when you create a trust, it's like an empty bucket. You have to physically put stuff in the bucket or it doesn't avoid probate. If you don't go to the county and retitle your home deed, your grant deed into the name of your trust, it doesn't avoid probate. You know? Wow. Once again, that's another thing I see all the time. And I just had a a live example walking the other day. It's just, you know, once again, it's, it's who's helping you. What do you know? I mean, and the irony of that is that that person has a financial planner. Yeah. You what know, are, if I, what were they doing? They, they're asleep on the job. Apparently. Look, I've, I've learned one thing about financial planning is most planners, they somehow magically only have the ability to help you with stuff they make money on. And if they ain't making yeah, money on good. it, suddenly they don't have that skill set. I don't really know what you should do with Social Security. Go talk to Mike Mansfield. Um, you, you know, I, I, I mean, people come in all the time to ask me about Social Security that have financial planners. And I jokingly say to them, Tony, well, well wait, you got a planner. Why, why aren't you talking to them? Oh, they, they, they don't focus on that. And I said, OK, well, <laughs> then what are they planning? You know, if, if not helping you with your financial affairs. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that you need good help. You need good advice. And perhaps ironically, Tony, you got to be careful with the professionals you go to also. Yeah. Well, the first question you have to ask is, are you a fiduciary? Absolutely. Because that Absolutely. means they are legally responsible and audited and certified yeah. responsible and audited to do what's in your best interest. And 
they get audited on a regular basis uh, to make sure that everything they've done for their clients it has been yeah. in their client's best interest, not based on how much they make off of it. So Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, that's I, huge. So every once in a while, the California Department of Oversight comes into my office and goes through everything. They look at my client files. They look at my income plans. They look at the way we charge things. They look at everything to make sure that I am doing what is best for my client and certainly not best for myself. My, my insurance license, my California Department of Insurance license, life, health, annuity license kind of a thing, in almost 15 years, you know how many times I've gotten a phone call or been audited by them? How many? None. Yeah. None. You see, that's sad. The, and a lot but, of those people that just have that, that don't have an actual right. fiduciary designation, uh, right. a registered Nobody's investment advisor, uh, those people call themselves financial planners, but- uh, they're maybe just selling you products that are going to make them the most commissions, not what's going to work best for you. And how can you act in someone's best interest, Tony, if you can only sell one kind of product? Yeah. And then you have to somehow convince all people you meet that one kind of path is the only thing that is appropriate for them. And that is a that is in all people's best interest. It, yeah. It's it's utter insanity. Yeah, you work for some industry. big fund uh, company, some big bank slash fund company, and so right. all the offerings are from that one company. Yeah. Where hey, we, we you're you need a fixed index annuity to create retirement income. Okay, maybe that's so. Uh, and our company's is the best. So they're selling. Sure. They're working for that company, not for you. Whereas you, as an independent advisor, you look at all the different companies' options and say, hey this one doesn't have a fee and it works perfectly for you. So, I, I mean, it's, it's just like uh, no hidden totally fees true. or charges. So I, I just think that it's really important that people make that distinction. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. Right. Is there anything else you want to add, like your uh, website and phone number for our listeners before we well, go? Absolutely. And just remember, tread lightly where you get your advice from, because oftentimes the concept of retirement is like a one shot deal. Right. You know, if you're not if you're not careful. You only got one chance to do this correctly. So give me a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Set up a complimentary, no-cost consultation. We'll start building out a retirement income plan for you. I'll give you a copy of my recent book, uh, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is an excellent read on the basics of retirement income planning. In fact, Tony, I had a wonderful gal read it recently and tell me that there's four errors in it, but she won't tell me where they are so I can find them myself. <laughs> that's great. Um, you know, well, that's what you get for editing your own book when you're when you're good at math. Oh. The, um, <laughs> but in any case, give us a call and visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. We uh, hope, we appreciate all of our listeners. I appreciate all of the emails and phone calls and feedback I get from the show. And I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of their day. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805 805- 500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com.
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC, the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.